and our identity in Christ doesn't shift. Mm-mm. So if our identity in Christ is solid and we have that firm foundation and we understand the unconditional love of Christ, you're still rooted and you're still you and you still have your identity. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tangible Truth Podcast. Well, we just didn't finish up from the last podcast on con- on unconditional love and so we brought back steve to finish that up so steve goss is with us hey steve hello again Susan. we're so glad to have you Thanks. and so we're gonna just jump right on in and and finish this podcast up and excited to do it but last time we kind of focused and we didn't really mean to but we kind of did our examples that we used were mainly parent and child. So we're going to use more of the examples on adults this time. Okay. You know, more examples of a husband and wife, maybe uh, adult children with their parents, uh, dating relationships, colleagues, uh, that kind of thing. And those relationships, so healthy relationships with examples of unconditional love versus conditional, what that looks like. So I think it'll be a, I hesitate to use the word fun podcast, but I do think it'll be fun to listen to, but very informative as well. So I think we'll start with, just because I like to do this, a, a really warm story of unconditional love that you and I both know about from a dear friend of ours. An example of true unconditional love, one of our friend's grandfather and grandmother. His grandmother was in her 90s, so the couple were in their 90s, and she had developed Alzheimer's for years, years. And he stayed in the home and cared for her for I don't know how many years, but it was many and developed a routine with her because routine is so vitally important for those that have that disease. And one of the pieces of that routine, every single day, they lived in a smaller town, was to get in the car. He put her in the car every day, and they drove through the Sonic for lunch every day and got a hamburger, fry, and a Coke. And it got to the point, because she didn't recognize much of anything but over the years that's the one thing she recognized was the sonic and the people that brought her the burger fries and coke and the sonic just got to where they never charged them because they expected them to come every day and it was the sweetest thing but he took care of her all those years and our friend our dear friend said you know he just didn't do anything else He just cared for her because their love was so, so sweet and so great. And it's a true example. What an example it was, yes. Of unconditional love because we were talking about part of unconditional love is sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And man, that was it. And devotion. Devotion. Yeah. Love. 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 And safety for her 
Yes. That was a safe zone for her, for sure. So I think that was just a perfect example. It is. Mm -hmm. So, and we're going to try to also give examples of the opposite, which would be conditional love. And so I also had Carrie. This is another surprise that we have another guest on the show pop in. I asked Carrie Salee to pop in. We love to have Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Hey there. How's it going? Fine. How are you? I'm good. So, Carrie, we were talking about conditional and unconditional love, and Carrie had a great example of a danger, actually, that can pop up with conditional love as it relates to dating. So, Carrie, I'll let you share it since it was your fault. Yeah, when we were kind of talking, I was just in that kind of thought process of how often in dating Mm -hmm. people, let's be honest, a lot of times it's women, um, will think, oh, he loves me, he loves me. And in some ways, the guys like will you know, make comments or say, oh, you know, wouldn't it be great if you did this, if you worked out, if you, you know, made me look good when we go to the party in front of the people I work with, whatever it is. And the women take it as a, he loves me so much. He just wants me to be there or whatever. But really it's a red flag because it's not, it's a conditional love. I will love you if you stay pretty and thin. I will love you if you make me look good. And there's always that reaction from a guy who is, if it's an unhealthy thing, because then they'll get mad and they'll be like, well, why can't you go to the party with me? Oh, you know, you gained five pounds. Oh, you're wearing sweatpants instead of looking nice. So I think it's something in dating relationships that you really need to analyze, you know, when he says, oh, I want you to, I think you look great in that. Is it because... He's trying to control you and he only loves you if you look a certain way. Or is he just like, I find that hot. I think you look great in that. But I think sometimes we as women, and I'm speaking just as me as a woman, guys might have the same thing. I think we as women sometimes um, get stuck in that hallmark mentality of everything he says is loving. Everything he says is great. And we we miss the red flags. That's what we called them when we were kind of chatting before, where it stops being unconditional love and it starts being conditional love and it happens with small things but it can easily go into a controlling mindset and then become the big things and then that's how you slowly become isolated from your friends because he doesn't like them and I just think it's a really important red flag for women and men to kind of in the beginning of those relationships to really think about. I think that's a great point and uh, especially as we were talking about conditional love, and y'all will have to go back and listen to the prior podcast that we had with just me and Steve um, earlier, but it fits that category of conditional love of I love you if, the word if. Yes. So Such a big uh, word for being that, only it's two a letters. Big, big <laughs> word for to be so tiny. But it does fit a a very large category. And Carrie was spot on when you're dating. We're talking about a dating relationship here. So many times in a dating relationship, we get we get lost in a dating relationship, not in fantasy necessarily, but some things get missed and somewhere along the way. Some of it is wonderful. A lot of times it's just wonderful and it's real and it's genuine. But sometimes we miss that if word. So pay attention to it. 
because you don't want anything conditional, you know, whether it is the men that need to be hearing this or the women. When it starts being if, if you'll do this, if you'll do this, if you'll do that, that is more controlling and that's definitely a part of conditional love. But uh, in the controlling, if it gets in the controlling category, then you might want to consider walking away or reconsidering uh, or going to counseling or whatever. And but that's that's a good point. Red flag. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to mostly leave this to you ladies talking about this one. But, (laughs) you know, in the last podcast, you talked about safety. Yeah, and unconditional love. You feel safe. That's good. So I think maybe that's a that's real good. That's that's sort of a heart mind feeling mm-hmm. maybe to gauge the relationship on is you might be really romantically involved and um, but you may just think about would I be safe and I don't mean physically unsafe I just mean kind of emotionally unsafe over time if I noticed anything where I wouldn't be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, and sometimes we don't see it because we are in the throes of the rose-colored glasses. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of those, not that I feel like your friend should dictate your relationships, but I think if a friend ever were to come to you and say, hey, this doesn't sit right with me. I feel like you're unsafe because of X, Y, Z. You know, take a minute. Mm -hmm. They might be right. They might be completely wrong and just jealous or whatever, but there are certain people in our lives that we get permission to speak into our lives. And if it's one of those people that comes up to you and says, I see this red flag that maybe you don't see, pray about it. Think about it. Talk to someone about it. Maybe go for a little therapy session because they could be seeing something you're not because yes, you're in the warm fuzzies or you're in the I'm 35 and unmarried. And I just, this is my last ditch effort. We hear that a lot with like women getting getting married later and later in life i'm you know my what is it my biological clock is ticking kind of thing mm-hmm. <laughs> well you know there's something to y'all y'all tell me what you think but you know there's something about unconditional love that it's you know there's love at first sight right. and then there's there's a love that grows right that has grown absolutely right and, right. and so you know it's not like you have to be an unconditional love Right, right off the right bat. Now. <laughs> right. Um, right. You know, and I think back to you and I and mm-hmm. dating and mm-hmm. getting married. You know, we made a covenant with each other in mm-hmm. our marriage ceremony, but our love's completely different and deeper mm-hmm. now than what it was then. Absolutely. And so I, I can't say that it was completely unconditional back then. I can't think of any particular condition, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, so just be wise. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a maturing thing, too. Sometimes you don't realize, like you just said, you're like, back then there probably were times where it was conditional love because I didn't know better. And then you grow out of it. Like when Kendall and I had our first date, he will tell everyone he left our first date and go and he thought to himself, that's the girl I'm going to marry. And he goes, I remember stopping in my in his tracks because not on his radar at all. Like we met when we were 20 Uh, and he goes, I remember stopping and going where did that thought come from? <laughs> and, but it was a different kind of love than we have now after 21 years. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it definitely, I'm glad you said the word grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you have a unconditional love. And Steve, I'm very proud of you for using the word safe. 
That was great. I learned something last Yeah, podcast. you did. You did because <laughs> unconditional love definitely provides the safety mm-hmm. in a relationship, the comfort, you know, and I had mentioned in, in an unconditional love in a relationship that has unconditional love, as I had said before, we're not walking on eggshells wondering what shoe's going to drop, you know, when, and are they going to be angry? Are they going to be... What, what do I need to do? You know, all that kind of stuff uh, that's, that causes such anxiety. That is the conditional love that causes that. But over time, as you were saying, unconditional love just can continues to grow and grow and grow. I mean, we've been married for a very long time. And our marriage, I mean, our love continues to grow. Yes. And, and that's because of God. And our in the unconditional love, both from him through us yes. for each other. Correct. So it just is a beautiful process. And that's a that's a time thing. So I'm so glad you brought up that after you say I do, it's not like Unconditional. <laughs> like, the, yeah. the light switches yeah. on and everything on. is perfect. Unconditional. Everything is not so, a Hallmark movie. Yeah, it does. But <laughs> it was really good to bring up the point when you're in a dating relationship. I'm very glad that Carrie brought that up to if you go, huh, this is weird. Pay attention to your gut. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to your heart. Pray. Ask God, is this right? Or this is or is it just me or is yeah. it is this more about me or is this more about him or her if or if it's a guy is this more about her because unconditional love and conditional love are very different yeah. very and you will know if it's conditional because it feels controlling and it feels like eggshell walking mm-hmm. i'm walking on eggshells i have to act a certain way not to upset that person I have to act a certain way, and then they're pleased with me. Mm-hmm. They're they're pleased when, when I act a certain way. A lot way. of times, conditional love too requires you to change your base identity. I totally like I, that's exactly. Yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but that's no, exactly good. what I. You know, I'm writing a devotional yeah. journal right now, and that's exactly what I wrote about. That at its base, mm-hmm. conditional love messes. With your identity, mm-hmm. because you got somebody going, hey, yeah, you did good. So, uh, I mean, you you obeyed or you did what I asked. Mm-hmm. So you're good. I like you. Yeah. And then if you don't no, uh, uh-uh, or they say, bad. hey, you know, I, your favorite color is blue and they tell you to wear red and then suddenly red becomes your favorite color because it's baby steps ingrained. This is what he likes. It's going to make him happy. Mm -hmm. Even though blue's my favorite color, I'm going to wear red because it makes him happy. And that be and that and that's a really lame example, but it's it's an easy example of how over time your personality and what you like because you really love blue. Yeah, yeah, you really love blue. But when you go into deep stuff, not about color, but you go into deeper Mm -hmm. stuff about how you really are convicted. You're yourself are convicted about things, and it doesn't match. Yeah. With what they're you know, and then you your identity. I mean, is even the Bible at, talks about, you know, you yes. slowly start compromising. Yes. Exactly. So Well, there's no doubt any of us need to improve and get better yes. somewhere, somehow. Oh yeah. No, and, I'm perfect, Steve. And, I don't know what you're talking and, about. And me and most things, <laughs> you know. 
But um, you don't know, ask if, my husband if you're having to be somebody else mm -hmm. to be attractive to them. And I don't mean just physically, but, you know, if if, if they're wanting you to be someone that you're not, mm -hmm. that's going to be yeah. extremely frustrating for both. And because you can't be someone that you're not. It's exhausting. Yeah, And they will always be disappointed. And yeah, you'll always definitely. be trying to change. And it just won't work. No, and that goes to, glad you brought that up too, Thank Steve. You. Oh, Steve, you know, you're getting this therapy thing. Damn. <laughs> Pat. Mr. Relationship. That's yeah, Mr. Relationship, Steve Goss. Um, but that goes to if, you know, if I need to act a certain way so that somebody can be happy, mm -hmm. that's not going to go well. Mm -hmm. And and that also loops back to validation. I got to I got to mm -hmm. know where my validation truly comes from. And that's from, you know, as a believer, that's that's got to be through Christ. I got to know who I am. Yeah, which absolutely. goes to your point that Carrie is identity. Mm -hmm. Got to know who I really am. And so, yeah. yeah really good stuff and what we're talking about we were we originally we originally had this looped around through dating relationships mm -hmm. but this this is about any healthy relationship yeah absolutely so it's about whether it's friends friendship co-workers co-workers yes i was thinking colleagues yeah or any any relationship that we want to bring health to this is this relates to every single one of them so marriages, single for friendships, any relationship was what we're talking about here. Because friendships do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's always there. Sometimes there's one that we call uh, the relationship vampire, where they're just like they need, they need. But yeah. I remember like talking. So those of you that don't know, years ago, Susan was my counselor. That's how we met. Um, and You're so healthy. You're so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm her number one success story. Um, but I remember back then, like realizing that how much of my personality changed based on who I was hanging out with. And I called it, I, I, I kind of in my mind said I was, I was a relationship chameleon. And, and I remember it was even all the way back in high school, I was whoever I needed to be when I was with that circle so that they would like me. And so, yeah. because whether they did it towards me or I did it myself, I had the mentality of conditional love mm. of, and so, or conditional like, or whatever you want to call it. Like they would only like me if I was X, Y, Z. It's exhausting because you literally are giving yourself a multiple personality. Yes, sure. <laughs> you're like, wait, no, I can't say that in front of that person because of oh, this. Or I can't do this. It's exhausting. Um, how you remember. I mean, you can't keep up. No. And that's something I remember us talking about is you're just like, you just have to figure out who you are in Christ. Again, mm -hmm. bringing it back to we have to know who our identity is in Christ. And our identity in Christ doesn't shift. Mm -mm. So if our identity in Christ is solid and we have that firm foundation and we understand the unconditional love of Christ, all these other relationships, whether they're conditional or unconditional, you're still rooted and you're still you and mm -hmm. you still have your identity. Amen. Amen. That's a great word. That's a great word. And how are we doing on time? I was about to hold up the time thing. Oh, 
good. We actually, I just oh, looked down and we're actually a smidge over. Listeners, <laughs> we, you know, when there's three in the room, we get to going. And uh, I'm sorry, I, I'm still stuck on vampire. Oh, yeah. Relationship vampire. Relationship vampire. Hey, you know what? It is October. We got to put some spookiness in there somewhere. Well, that's true. Good point. Listeners, you know this is live when you hear all this. But anyway, we're going to have to wrap up. But I have absolutely loved this conversation. So thank you, Carrie, for joining in. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Vampire Kelly. Relationship vampire. Vampire. I want to suck your emotions. Carrie and then Steve (laughs) thank you so much for joining again we just appreciate that so much and then listeners before we leave don't forget to go to the new website uh, www.tangibletruthministries.com and check out the tickets for the conference in June June 7th and 8th Beth Moore Susan Goss on faith love and forgiveness it's gonna be be so good it really will be so check it out Thank you for joining in today. Love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network. 